Well, hello there. Welcome to the Empty Nester Therapy Podcast. And um, this is Rich. Hello. This is Amy. Hi, Amy. Well, welcome back to the podcast. And um, it is Tuesday night and we have now have a new schedule. It's actually on the calendar. It's on the calendar. Tuesday night podcast night. Tuesday night's podcast night. So we are excited about that. It's on the calendar. We make it happen. Season three, episode dos. Yep, episode dos. You're bilingual. You will know that's two. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just going to jam out tonight to little JT. Yeah, we're recording. So, um... (laughs) Amy has Checking to, in. Amy has to remind me. There to have been the, times that um, we've gone well into the podcast to only find out that we hadn't been recording. We didn't push the button. So now I have a little sign I hold up <laughs> to make sure that we're recording right. earlier right. in the podcast, in the taping. Well, um, let's review the week and um, talk a little bit about kind of what we've been doing and how that's been playing out in our empty nester live just to remind you guys this is the empty nester therapy podcast we're not trying to provide therapy for anyone this is our therapy and um in 2024 we're now in season three and um we're actually trying to do a thing on tuesday nights where we kind of turn the tv off and then we do our podcast and then we and we don't turn the tv, TV back, back on, on so that we can talk and it's almost like a little date night yeah like a so. no tech date night Right. And so, um, so welcome to the podcast. We're happy that you're here. And, um, I'm just curious if you have a fun fact. Always. Okay. I'm ready. Always. So I saw a commercial the other day for a movie Mm -hmm. and it was I S S. Do you know what that is? No. The International Space Station. Ooh. So it made me think about it. I don't know that much about the International Space Station. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hmm, wonder what it's about. Like, I mean, I know what it is. It's like a space station up in outer space. And Mm -hmm. um, essentially, it's like a big lab that lots of other countries... Oh, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Not Space Odyssey. Oh, no. Okay. Space, space Station. Station. Okay. Sorry. Um, it's just a big lab that they do a lot of different research on, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of different countries, but uh, I do have some interesting facts about I'm it. I'm ready. Let's bring it. So, it's been floating out in space for 25 years. Okay. So, um, there's been it's been visited by over 270 astronauts. Cool. From and it's had over 260 spacewalks, which is kind of creepy. It's like when they go out and right. they like mm-hmm. have like this big umbilical cord, right? They go out into the, to the elements, yeah. Um, and 21 different countries have been represented. Wow, so that's kind of a lot, but it actually started back in the 80s. It was approved by Ronald Reagan, okay, in the Congress, and it's kind of funny. It, it was built by parts were built um, out of U.S., Canada, Japan, and then it said Europe, which was funny to me that they were really specific. All of Europe. It's a country. I didn't really like Europe Um, as a country. But basically, uh, in the 80s, it was kind of like a big Lego set. So they Mm -hmm. built all of these components, Mm -hmm. and then they took them up into space and then connected them and assembled them. Okay. It was actually assembled in space. Right. It took 36 trips 
of taking stuff out oh, wow. to outer space to get it all the stuff out there and then put together. Crazy. Is that kind of crazy? Um, but this was all in the 80s and um, the Russians were added in 1993. Okay. And it's expected that it can still, it can, they had to replace parts because they really didn't think it was going to last this long. Mm -hmm. And so the parts that are in there as of now can be in orbit until 2030, which is only like six more years. <laughs> right. I mean, it sounds like it's a really far ways, but it's only like six years. Right. But how it all started is in 1860, there was a book by Edward Everett Hale mm -hmm. titled Brick Moon. Okay. And he actually was the first one who described like a space station. Oh, wow. And that what that could look like. And then in 1928, Herman, Herman Nording wrote um, a book about a living wheel. He felt like it would need to spin to create gravity. Like, okay. because there is no gravity, he felt like it would need to spin. So if you've ever mm -hmm. seen sometimes in sci-fi movies, mm -hmm. it's like a big wheel that's mm -hmm. like spinning. Right. That comes Like the from, Death Star? Well, no, but there was that one movie, that one show we saw where they lived out there. Oh my gosh. Every song is going to come out now. <laughs> that's the Odyssey again. Space Station. Okay. Um, but in 1952, there was another concept that came out that became more public because actually Disney showed it on TV. And oh, funny. that concept, so it started it started gathering gathering more you know information and things like that. It is the largest human-made object to orbit the Earth, which isn't super surprising because it's not like there's a lot of other things out there, right? Um. It can handle anywhere between three and 13 people, depending upon the transfer, like people coming and going. Okay. So there can be as small as three. And it's as like a hotel that's in space. It's like a train station. <laughs> like, who's coming? Who's coming? That, but most often it has seven. Like, that's okay. the more common Seven's number. Seven's the number. But then I had to look it up and I had to say, how's the, what's the longest time somebody's right. been up there, right? It's like two years or something. So it's 437 days. By this guy, Valerie Polikor. A year and a half almost. But here's the funny thing. He was only supposed to go up for six months, but his like his like spaceship broke and so he got stranded there. That's a crazy weird Until thing. like another trip came <laughs> to come take him back. So we were supposed was to Was it the be Millennium there. Falcon? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, just to be clear, you never know my fun facts before I talk about no, them. No, I do not. Because I kind of want you to like be right. surprised at my knowledge. Um, and I also just want you to be surprised. And you found all of these little <laughs> clips during my talk, which makes me think if I gave you a you. quiz, you would not know the answers to my questions. I'm paying attention, I promise. Anyway. Valerie was only supposed to be up there for six months, and he was up which there is for like 480 days. Instead, he was up there for 437 days. 437 so days. Clearly, nobody was missing him. So there you go. If, if you ever wanted to know more about the space, International Space Station, actually, what was a little weird, I was try hoping to find like that there was some great scientific discovery that we now have because of that. But that's not happening. I haven't really found anything. <laughs> so I'm not Sounds really sure like a what they're doing up there. Just saying. Thanks for the fun fact. 
Well, um, I actually was listening to a podcast. This is funny. I was listening to a podcast um, from the Bible Project. And it was uh, it was an interview with a lady who was a Christian mm. that went up into the space station. I remember you telling me that. And um, she was talking about, um, in the Bible, it talks about in creation, the idea of chaos and, and that God put the earth in the safety of chaos. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was pretty interesting. Like, yeah. the earth is suspended mm-hmm. in this place of peace. Yeah. But everything around the earth, the universe, is chaos. Like, you can't you can't go outside the space station and live. Right. Without the life support. And so, because it's... Umbilical cord. Right, because it's chaos. Like, it's, yeah. it's death and chaos. But how God suspended the earth in creation... And created in a, a perfect environment in a perfect environment for yeah. us to enjoy in the midst of the space or the galaxies of chaos i remember you were also telling me that she was saying that like stars are three-dimensional yeah so like when we look up into space it's almost like a flat black with star with white on it yeah right? totally and she said uh, if I can remember correctly, what you said is that she could see, oh, here's a star that's closer. And out there, I can see the star that's further away, kind of like how we can see trees. We can see a tree close and we can see a tree far. Right. And, and that's just weird to think that you could actually see mm-hmm. the distance between stars and stars that are closer versus stars that are farther. Because when we look at stars, we see almost like a flat black like flat blanket with these lights on it. Lights, yeah. yeah. Totally. And, and maybe they're like, lighter and we mm-hmm. go oh that lighter one's probably further away right. but we can't really see the distance we no. just see that it's lighter yeah interesting yeah and then she talked about how like when you see the sun setting when they're getting ready to go to the dark side of earth yeah there's the line that's coming <laughs> it's like so they call weird. it the terminator and it's just this blackness that's coming and they're watching it from the space station cover the blackness covering the earth and it's kind of like you know darth vader's coming in oh gosh it's just coming it's just coming and coming and it's going to be dark. <laughs> okay. We need to take your sound effects away. <laughs> uh, I'm having fun. Enjoying okay. this theme. Well, um, how was your week? Yeah, we had, um, we had an interesting week with the weather. You know, it took a long time for it to thaw out. Yeah, like we had a we nice got storm. To 35, right? Like three days in a row, which is just enough to like make yeah. the ice wet and slippery right and not really melt no melt, it was like, like the slow away. melt oh, man. man it was so slow there's still a little bit of ice that i shoveled off on the side of our house from the driveway that's right. still there well because it's is, piled up i know it's piled up um so yeah we had a little transition with the ice it just took a long time i mean a lot yeah. of things got canceled like later in the week i thought oh yeah i could go places and we still had to cancel things mm-hmm. even as to thursday because right. it was still right. icy out but the uh, CrossFit gym, you know, my CrossFit, my, yeah. they're, they are ag- aggressively about with their workouts. And so oh we're, my gosh, we're yeah. trying to figure out how to stay open. And it was really good um, and hard at the same time. I think... Uh, Committed to their health. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but we yeah. had a... So every year at the gym, we offer a town hall opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's an opportunity for people to come face to face and share feedback because right. it's so easy to share mm-hmm. feedback behind an email right. or a text or something. And so, you know, we, we welcome feedback, but we right. also want it to be in yeah. relationship and not just yeah, an email know, or a survey, something, something that you can spat out. 
And so there's quite a few there. I didn't count, but there's probably maybe 30 or yeah. so people. Yeah, we have about 135, I would say, active members. Um, and we had 30-ish people yeah. show up to... On a cold... <clears throat> on, a, on a cold Saturday after Saturday. the workout. Um, we gave them a little bit of an update of some stats on the gym. You did a like, great job. Yeah, you had like, it all on a whiteboard and all the numbers and stuff. It was good. Yeah, we just kind of the stats of the gym and... Um, unfortunately we're losing our head coach. Scott is, um, taking a, uh, just a, he's doing something different. And he's gonna, trying to find some balance. It's, it's yeah. a hard job to be on the floor and on all the time right. with, and manage with, the stuff and yeah, all the people. It's a lot. I think, uh, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a high burnout position. Sure. Yeah. So Scott's our head coach and he's fantastic. Um, and I'm a big fan of his and I trust him completely. And I think they've had a hard year and him and his wife. And so I'm excited for that, whatever that next chapter looks for them. Um, and our gym, um, you know, we have, Amy and I both have jobs, so it's not, it's not our job, but it's a side little side business that we run. So, um, but I'm actually, um, had some good meetings one today. So I'm super excited about what, um, the next kind of 2.0 of Seaflow will be for us. We have Um, a lot of good coaches. Um, mm -hmm. not all of them are paid. A lot of them kind of do it for membership, but a lot of really great coaches that I think will, will step up. Um, I think the, the kind of the cool thing about Scott leaving is that I think he felt like he could leave. Yeah. And I think that's really important that sometimes you can get burnt out in a job right? and you kind of feel trapped and um, you feel trapped either by finances or you're trapped by the pressure of, of the people around you. And I think he felt supported enough that he could leave and know that he's always welcome. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was really good. I think uh, I'm sad because I like Scott a lot and just working with it. We, we had a good, kind of partnership. You collaborated a lot together. We worked together really well, so I'm excited for him. I don't know what that means. Physical. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take your phone away. No more sound effects. Olivia and John in her headband. That's what I was thinking about with the gym. Um, we did get out, though, for a little date night. We went to this... Uh, so there's this speakeasy in Portland... Uh, speakeasies are kind of a thing. Yep. Um, a speakeasy is a bar where the entrance is hidden mm-hmm. and you either have to know a code or you have to know like, uh, the specific door that's maybe not marked or right. something like that. You have to know how to get into this bar when, mm-hmm. and it's not publicized. Right. And so there's this bar that we've gone to a couple times that's in the basement of a restaurant. So, you cannot. You can take the stairs down, and the stairs are kind of hidden, but not too bad, or an elevator, so it can be ADA compliant. But when you get down to the bottom, it's kind of a little room that has a couple of chairs and some things on the wall, and then this old-fashioned clock, like mm-hmm. I mean, phone, kind of like the ones with that you take it off, take off the little black handle, and you put it to your ear, and then you speak into another right. like little cone-shaped thing. And then this really big picture frame. And what you're supposed to do is you pick up the phone and you get this code and you put in the code and then the picture frame opens and is actually the it's door. It's a door, yeah. Anyway, so it's called the hardware company and we've gone down. It's there. called the hardware store. What's well, this? Co. No, it's hardware store. Um, And we've gone down there and mm-hmm. then uh, we, we've gone there a couple of times. It's really fun. It's decorated really nice. It's, it's kind of modern. 
and yeah, it's like a modern upscale. Yeah, it's fun, and it's not yeah. it's not dark or moody no. or anything. It's kind of fun. They have really good cocktails, but they also have really good bourbons. And so, as a Christmas present, Rich got us memberships in the secret society. And the cool thing is, is if you remember back in the day when you had hotel keys, like mm-hmm. actual keys that They're went like into the, the door, diamond, like the rounded diamond ones. Yeah, yeah and the kind of the the um, the key chain part is like that big plastic Mm -hmm. and it's long oval like diamond like you said well that's what the you get for membership except for it's metal and it looks kind of classier than the plastic one yeah anyway so we go there but you get special drinks and stuff. you can make reservations and you get special drink offers yeah yeah yeah. so it's pretty Um, cool they have this usually an offer called the break-even bottle Mm -hmm. um and so it's like a bottle and you know of course they sell it for a lot more per drink per pour um, because they're they're making money, but break even means that they're just going to sell it for whatever it costs them. It costs them. So I got a bourbon, and the regular pour is fifty four dollars. Right. But the break even pour for the members is eighteen. It's a big deal. So I yeah. think that we probably saved. Oh, easy. As much as the membership yeah. cost, and it's already yeah. January. Well, we took some friends, and you're, the other piece, too, is they don't really take reservations unless you're a member. Yeah. Which is uh, really good because it is kind of growing in its popularity. And it's yeah. kind of small. It doesn't yeah, it's not a huge place. No. It's actually in Oregon City. Yeah. Which is not in Portland. I think it's been fun to find like, you know, like Decibel and some other places. that You don't have to go all the way into Portland. Yeah, like they're, parking and all they're that They're literally stuff. like not that far from us. No. But, um, yeah, the secret society supporting yeah. local yeah. businesses. We took some friends of ours and had a, just a fun time having some drinks and a dessert. And, and these friends are super fun because they're always available. Yeah. They're always free. And so it's, it's kind of nice. Cause we're like, we want to go out with people and we don't mm-hmm. think about it very much in advance. Yeah. And so, um, they're always up for it. So it's always super fun to go out with them. Right. It is. It's super fun. We're Speaking actually, of which we are, we're headed this Friday to, yeah. Nate Bargant Nargancy. I was gonna see how you could. I don't know how to say his name. We're gonna call him Nate. He's a comedian. And, very uh, famous comedian. Very famous comedian. It's gonna be at the Moda Center. It's my birthday gift. And um, the our friends are gonna go with us. And Same we're friends. Go, we're gonna maybe hit up the Pope House beforehand. Yes. Which is another. Sounds like we're really alcoholics. We're not. Um, <laughs> we just like bourbon. Um, there's a. It's called the Bourbon Pope uh, Bourbon Lounge, the Pope House Bourbon Lounge, and it's up in northeast uh, northwest Portland. And um, they actually it's like have an old house, like an old Victorian right. house, and it's right right in the middle of the street. And yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's like, super cool. It's kind of decorated for the Kentucky Derby. Um, right. And they have a lot of different bourbons and they're cheap bourbons, like yeah. six and eight dollar bourbons. Yeah. Their menu is really cool in the sense of like, they don't just have this menu of all their bourbons and you have to figure out how much they cost. They actually, they organize them by, <laughs> by price. price. Here are your six dollar <laughs> bourbons. Bourbon. Right. And their happy hour is super fun. Yeah, it's cheap. We like their happy hour. Yeah. Um, they have this special thing there though, but if you drink or taste 50 bourbons, you get a plaque on the wall that's a horseshoe with your name on it. And we have plaques with horseshoes. And, yes, we do. Um, and we got to see them, took a picture of them, and they're up like right when you walk in. It's kind of like a foyer, kind of mm-hmm. like an old Victorian foyer, and the ceilings are pretty high. And we're on the second row. So if you think about all the way around in this foyer are these um, wooden plaques, probably like a maybe eight by 10 size. And then they have a metal horseshoe and hooked on, you know, 
hammered onto it. And then across the top is like a little metal plaque with your name on it. And so we're like on the second row on that little four-year area. Right. We each have our own to yep. clarify. Yeah, we, we each have our own. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It, it took is. us, it's we started it pre-pandemic and it took us a while. It took us a while because pandemic kind of got in the way, but right. you can. And then after you do your, the, the first 50 have to be bourbon. Right. And then um, you can do another 50 and they expand it to rise and they have or, a little more, more expanded menu. Yeah, or uh, just whiskeys. Yeah. Like our local whiskeys. Yeah, yeah, do. yeah. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. uh, you can get another horseshoe, but it's added to your plaque. Right. So you'll get multiple horseshoes. There's a couple people up there with like five. I know, like five horseshoes on their one plaque. So obviously right. they're kind of different sized horseshoes. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, they get nested into it. But mm -hmm. yeah, so we did that. That was super fun. Um, we were supposed to have our dinner for eight reunion party, which is right. all of the people that came to our dinner for eight in 2020. We hold kind of an open house, not a dinner, but an open house. We had about 40 people on the list and it just kept dwindling. People kept kind of having like schedule yeah, conflicts. Right. And then the day of we had four or five couples just all at the last minute drop out and we just decided that yeah. it would be better to reschedule so it was kind of a bummer we had bought all the food and did everything um it wasn't too much of a big deal but we got the house clean but <laughs> but um yeah we were ready for company we were just not it wasn't going to come together so we'll uh, have to replan that yeah sometimes it happens you know i think um yeah i think we just I think there's a lot, you know, we had the storm and the weather and then people were catching up and getting back to normal, um, going from there. I think the last thing we wanted to talk about is that we bought some new sheets. I know. So I mentioned it on the last podcast that I ordered new sheets mm -hmm. and they're Keens Organic Cotton, Q-U-I-N-C-E. I don't know. I might be saying it wrong. Um, I washed them before I put them on the bed and we like <laughs> crisp sheets like the percale cotton crisp right. sheets i mean we're not like a fan of the super soft like a jersey sheet or more of the crisp side these are a little crisp they are they're on the crisp side but i think that like if i wash if we like you know sleep in them and then wash them a couple more times i feel like they're yeah. gonna soften up we need to break them in they're like a, a nice pair of shoes you got to break them in a little yeah. bit yeah mm -hmm. but um so the first night, I kind of felt like I didn't sleep as soundly. Like I was aware of the sheets. <laughs> it's like hotel sheets. A they little. felt a little bit like hotel sheets, which I'm not a not not bad because no, no. we do like them crisp. Yep, we do. Um, I'm, but I'm, I'm anxious good. to see how they wear in a little. Yeah, I think I think we need to like sleep more. <laughs> sleep, <laughs> and um, and we need to wash them a couple more times before right. we can really. Yeah, I think you're right. Make an assessment. Yeah. And they're kind of wrinkly. Yeah. Like I, they're not as smooth. And I'm like, I don't want to iron my sheets. My grandma used to do that. Really? My grandma used to iron yeah. the sheets. And I'm like, I kind of vowed I would never do that. Right. But it's not like there's a bunch of people looking at my bed. So it's okay. No, just me. Well, the, uh, the last thing on our podcast, we actually, we're leaving this week to go <laughs> on a little vacay. Yeah. We're uh, um, Christmas Eve, so here's the backstory, and we'll finish with on this on the podcast, but on the backstory, Christmas Eve, I got a little email from, just spam email from Hawaiian Airlines, and um, they had like a, a sale going on, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve only, 
It wasn't until midnight. And so I got on there, looked around, and I said, hey, we can both go to Hawaii for $250 each round trip. That means five hundred dollars for total, the both of us. Yeah. For total, Portland nonstop, Honolulu. And all I said is, we need to go through San Diego, either coming or going, because that's right. where my dad lives, and I need to go visit him. Yeah, so we need to go check in on Amy's dad. So we pulled the trigger. So this Sunday, we're heading on a flight from Portland to Hawaii to Honolulu. We've got a little Airbnb, and uh, we're just going to go. It's going to be fun. I, I'm excited. We have an Airbnb. It's like a ten minute walk from the beach. Um, it has like, I love staying at Airbnbs in Hawaii because they have beach stuff. All right. They have chairs and stuff and umbrella. It's like, you don't, you can't like, you're not going to take that on an airplane with you right? and you don't want to buy it. So I love that. And so we'll carry our chairs and we'll, uh, go to the beach. We're going to maybe do some hiking. Yep. The Airbnb has a pool. Yep. We have a pool. We got a couple things planned, but other than that, but I also like Airbnbs because then we can go buy food yep. and can, just have breakfast and coffee in our room. It has a little balcony, and it, over the balcony has a view of Diamond Head. Yep. So that'll be fun. Um, so looking forward to that. Yeah, it's four days, and then we're gonna mm-hmm. come back through, stop in San Diego on our way home, and check in on Amy's dad, and and then so we're gonna be, um, you know, out on a little vacay. So yeah. it's gonna be great. Yep. But. Um, well, this has been a good season three, episode two, yep. just recap. Um, in our next episode, we'll talk a little bit more about some things that are going on in the the world of Team Ward. But um, yeah, it's been a great. So if you're following our podcast, recommend them to your friends um, and tell people to take a listen to um, the Rich and Amy, you know, Empty Nester Therapy podcast, give us a rating. But um, this has just been fun to be with you tonight. Um, any other thoughts that you would have there, sweetie? Nope. We're going to jam out. So uh, thanks. <laughs> Are you laughing at my dancing? Yeah, I love JT. That's why it's a podcast. Yeah, you can't see you can't me. can't see me yeah. dancing. <laughs> I'm a JT fan. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Empty Nester part, uh, Empty Nester Therapy Podcast. My name's Rich, and I'm Amy. Okay, have a great night. Bye.